Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show's outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise this coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great simulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. I absolutely want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be your best year ever. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends. It is the hour to empower with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. Today, our very, very cool guests are our teenage friends, Kennedy, Caleb, and Celeste Repchuk. We did a whole show on the remarkable Repchuks on March 8th, 2013 in our archives. It was so well received. I wanted to focus today on the teenage members of the Repchuk family. Folks, you always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log into Joyce Barry and Friends.com and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com, B-A-R-R-I-E for Barry, JoyceBarry.com. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on there. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from some terrific teens, our special guests today, Kennedy, Caleb, and Celeste. I'm very excited about this show. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. And perhaps for that to happen, you need a bit of an attitude adjuster. (laughs) Watch out, world. Here I come. This is Dr. Stan. Breakthrough Harris. And here is a declaration you need to read every day. Wow, what a great day to be alive. I feel dynamite. I like me. I accept me. I love me. I'm going to have a super fantastic day today because I'm too blessed to be depressed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too glad to be sad. I'm too anointed to be disappointed. And I'm too elated to be agitated. Circumstances are aligning themselves in my favor. I'm healthy, physically fit, and intellectually equipped. I have wisdom far beyond my years. I am an extraordinary person with incredible abilities that I will use to add value to others' lives. Because I know that as I help others reach their dreams, I will automatically reach my own. I anticipate meeting the person or group of people today who are willing to use their power, their wealth, and influence to help me achieve my dreams. All day long, people will go out of their way to bless me. Today, I will add great value to someone's life. 
I will show compassion to those in need. I will give strength to the weak and inspiration to the weary. Someone needs what I have to offer, and I gladly make myself available. I embrace abundance, and it embraces me. I am abundant in every good way. I am an abundance magnet. I like money, and it likes me. It is attracted to me because it comes abundantly from many sources. I use my money wisely because it's a tool to help those in need. It's also a way of keeping score, showing how many people's lives that I add value to. I am experiencing great victories, supernatural turnarounds, and miraculous breakthroughs in the midst of great impossibilities. I am an overcomer. If my mountain can't be removed, I will develop and practice my mountain climbing skills. I may experience a setback. Setbacks are only setups for comebacks. Setbacks pave the way for comebacks. I will make lemonade out of life's lemons. And if life knocks me down, I'll fall on my back realizing that as long as I can look up, I can get up. I commit to paying for my dreams with preparation and perspiration so that I won't have to live with my nightmares of regret. I do not procrastinate because procrastination leads to devastation. It is the assassination of my destination. Thus, I will act now. I am a doer. I get results at last. I now release the champion that is inside of me. I am the leader that multitudes of people are looking for. I choose to succeed today and every day hereafter. Watch out, world. Here I come. We have a big audience today, amazing, given it is the start of Memorial Day weekend. And, folks, I just want to share a little bit about Memorial Day, just a little bit of history here, and then we're going to move on to our teens talking to teen show. Memorial Day is the United States federal holiday observed on the last Monday of May, uh, and that would be this coming Monday. But this is obviously the start of Memorial Day weekend. Formerly known as Decoration Day, it commemorates U.S. service members who died while in the military service, first enacted by formerly enslaved African Americans to honor Union soldiers of the American Civil War. It was extended after World War I to honor Americans who have died in all wars. Memorial Day often marks the start of the summer vacation season and Labor Day its end. Begun as a ritual of remembrance and reconciliation after the Civil War by the early 20th century, Memorial Day was an occasion for more general expressions of memory as ordinary people visited the graves of their deceased relatives, whether they had served in the military or not. It also became a long weekend increasingly devoted to shopping, family get-togethers, fireworks, trips to the beach, and national media events such as the Indianapolis 500 auto race held since 1911 on the Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. Traditionally, most people observe Memorial Day by visiting cemeteries and memorials. A national moment of remembrance takes place at 3 p.m. local time. Another tradition is to fly the flag of the U.S. at half-staff from dawn until noon local time. Volunteers often place American flags on each gravesite at national cemeteries. The very first known observance of Memorial Day was in Charleston, South Carolina in 1865. So, folks, I want to wish you a very wonderful Memorial Day weekend. The best advice I can give you is drive safe, have a great and happy weekend, but mostly take care of yourself so it is indeed a happy one uh, with no incidences to ruin it for you or anybody else. Okay, having said that, without further ado, we're going to get to teens talking to teens. First, let me introduce who these wonderful 
terrific teams are that are on the show today uh, to interact with me for your benefit. Celeste Repchek, 16-year-old high school graduate and already an entrepreneur. She's an actress and a beautiful model. She is in charge. She's an in-charge person when her parents are out, despite the fact that she is the middle child. Her interests range from eBay and Craigslist to website and social media development. And we're really excited to have her here today because work had called her away and somehow she did whatever she needed to do to be on with us today. Welcome, Celeste. Uh, what had you choose to join us today? I know that you are in schedule because of con- conflicts. Oh, well, um, I knew this show was, like, really important, and I love talking to you, so I did what I could to get here today. So then we can make it, like, the best show that it could be. <laughs> Thanks. And it will be. Because we have the remarkable rep checks and featuring the terrific teens. Like Kennedy Repchek, 17-year-old actress, co-host, and model. She is with Paloma Model and Talent Agency. She's an anime enthusiast. And for those who might know what this is, it is a style of animation originating in Japan that is characterized by stark, colorful graphics depicting vibrant characters in action-filled plots, often with fantastic or futuristic themes. Kennedy has had dance training and improvisational training, things that I really love myself, but I'm sure that Kennedy's a lot better at it than I am. Kennedy, why did you want to do the show today? Um, I wanted to do it because it sounded like a great idea. I mean, I'm sure there's not many teen shows with teens just talking about, you know, how they do things and their opinions on life and stuff because not all teens want to share that, so... Um, I thought it was an amazing idea, so I really wanted to be a part of it. Oh, I'm so delighted that you are. And then that brings us to Caleb Repchek, 15-year-old actor, model, and artist. He has appeared in movies, short films, and national commercials such as Walmart, American Express, Chevrolet, Time Warner, and many more. He appeared in Trump Unauthorized and played the young Donald Trump. I would love to see that. I really love to. I'm a fan of Donald Trump. He appreciates all things antique and Caleb. We appreciate you for being here with us today. So welcome to the show. And why did you want to be a part of this special show? Well, it just seemed like really awesome to be a part of it. Because, yeah, like Kennedy said, you don't see many teen shows giving their opinions. It's mostly just parents or anything like that. So this seemed like a really good opportunity. And I'm delighted you're here as well, that we have all three of you remarkable family, terrific teens. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'll be asking a series of questions. Uh, So, folks, you want to hear this, even if you're not a teenager. As for me, I am a perennial teenager. I'll always be a teenager in heart, mind, body, and spirit. Well, I'm not so sure about body, but (laughs) sure, (laughs) mind and heart. Okay, so without further ado, the first question is about social media. I'm going to ask each of you on this one, how involved are you? How many friends do you have on Facebook if you're that involved? So let's start with Kennedy on this one. How involved are you uh, if you're big on Facebook about how many friends do you have? Um, I mean, I'm not that big. I'll check it every day, but I won't check it, like, tons of times a day like I know some people do. I'll check it enough where I'll see if my friends are doing anything because we usually make events, like big events, for one of my friends, like when we want to do something, and we'll I'll invite everyone. Like this weekend, we made two huge events for um, parties that we're going to do, and so I, I just go on to check if something's happening. Um, and I have like 500 friends-ish. Um, I'm not really big on that because it's kind of pointless to have someone as a friend if you never ever talk to them so um yeah that's my opinion on that 
<laughs> and the reason I asked how many, not as a, having anything to do with status, but it really is an indication of how involved you are. I have almost 5,000, but I, I honestly use it for business purposes, not for, you know, social with friends and meetings. So given that, the network was very important to me. Caleb, how involved are you and about how many friends do you have? Um, I think I'm pretty involved. I, I usually check it a few times a day just so I don't, like, miss anything. It's not even that important to see it all, but I just like to see what my friends are up to if I'm always at home. And I'm pretty sure I have around 500-ish friends. Uh, okay, and so you, you know, both so far both of you are on it at least once a day, or typically once a day. Uh, that's yeah. my style also. With almost 5,000, I'm pretty much on it typically once a day. Okay, let's. that brings us over to Celeste. What about you? How involved are you, and uh, how many friends do you have approximately? Um, I used to be, like, really involved, but then as I got more into, like, um, doing, like, business things and actually trying to make money, I've been less involved. Um, but I still go on about once a day to, like, see what uh, my friends are up to. Like, the main thing I'll use it for is if I have, like, an event with some of my friends or something, we, like, go to the beach or something, then I'll post pictures for everyone to see. Um, but, yeah, I mostly do that and then, like, look at other people's and I have um, about, like, uh, 700 friends, I think. Okay. Well, very, very nice. Uh, I believe that it was through Facebook that I met your mom, author Tracy Rebcheck. I saw uh, she wrote up about her book, and it looked intriguing to me. So I connected with your mom, and I'm so glad that I did that. Uh, because that brought me to all of you in this absolutely remarkable family. So this question is for any of you that want to address it. How is changing communication and interaction a direct result of social media? Who wants to take that one on? Um, how, I can take how that. Is, oh, I was just going to repeat it. How is the social media changing communication and interaction? And when I address it to any of you, just say your name first because people won't know which one is talking. Um, Go ahead. Uh, this is Celeste. Um, Go I ahead, think, Celeste. I think social media really has Wait, 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 Celeste, we're not hearing you well. Something shifted. So do what you need to do so we can hear you better. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Oh, great. Um, but yeah, I think social media really has changed communication a lot, actually, because um, when I, in the past when I wasn't really into it and it wasn't, like, that popular, I actually would m mail my friends letters, and we would communicate that way or phone each other and talk for, like, hours on the phone. And now that's not, it doesn't really happen as much anymore, if at all, whereas on Facebook and those things you just, like, can message someone or look at their status of doing something. So it's not really as personal as it used to be. Though you're more up to date on what they're doing, it's definitely you don't get personal details or anything like that as far as communication goes. Yes, that's absolutely true. You are up to date. And it certainly impersonalizes communication. I, I want to repeat again that one of the best advantages I have at it being on Facebook is meeting your mom, Tracy, and it was her uh, book, 31 Days to Millionaire Marketing Miracles, that intrigued me. I love the title. I believe in miracles. Love that it was 31 Days to Millionaire Marketing Miracles. So I'm the one who contacted your mom, and I said I had to have a copy of this book. And I have my signed copy, which I treasure. It is so well done. It's an excellent book. And you can find that out for yourself by going to Tracy Ripchuk. Dot com T R A C Y R E P C H U K Tracy dot com. Um, I will also give you guys a chance a little later on the show to give people your own individual websites. I know uh, that I went into each and every one of them, and I was impressed with each and every one of them. Okay, I want to move on to texting. Uh, one of my uh, concerns as an advocate of uh, you know, people doing the right thing 
this texting and driving is such a, a an unbelievable uh horrific problem in society today. The deaths are on the rise. And what would you this is for any of you, tell teenagers what do they need to understand so they are not that stupid as to text and drive, risk their life and the life of others. Who'd like to take that one on? Um, I will. This is Kennedy. Go ahead, Kennedy. Um, well, first of all, um, if you look at it this way with texting and driving, you're not alone out there text doing it if you did consider it. I mean, people are already unaware of what's around them if they're doing something texting and driving or if they're doing their makeup or they're folding napkins. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so, I mean, at least one of you needs to be aware as a driver in order to um, safely, you know, navigate the streets. So if not you, then who kind of a thing. So it's definitely um, something you need to be aware of. If you're both unaware, then there's probably going to be an accident or something. So you need to be able to be the smart one and just keep your phone down, put it in the back seat or something so you can't see when someone calls you or turn it off. And you just need to drive and get where you're going, and then you can text all you want. Very well stated. Go ahead. Um, you yeah, it, it's just in in this um, current world where people um, always want to be on their phone, y you can take off 10, 15 minutes and the world will not end. Yeah, that's a very good point. The world will not end. Only this week on the news, uh, there was a death of a teenager, and how they knew she was texting and driving was her her cell phone was right there, and it was open to a text that she had done. And the reason they know it for a fact that that's what created the accident, because she hadn't hit send. It was a text she had written, hadn't hit send, and the next thing she crashed, and the next thing is she's gone. So I can't stress enough, if you get nothing else out of this show, folks, teens that are listening, even you adults out there, do not under any circumstances text and drive or do anything else that would detract from your full attention i personally don't drive never wanted to drive i believe that if god wanted us to drive we'd have eight eyes so just keeping your eyes on the road when so much is going on all around you and behind you is difficult enough without adding all these other kinds of distractions this question i'll address to all of you uh, the question has to do with allowances. Do you get an allowance? Uh, if so, if you're fine about sharing what it is, I have no idea today, today's generation, what people get, or do you earn your own money or some combination? Let me start with Celeste on that one. Yeah, I mean, we actually don't get allowance because um, we have, like, the typical chores, which we do, which to, like, contribute to the family for, like, everything that our parents do for us, like, you know, food and all, like, the normal stuff. So it's kind of our way of contributing and helping them. Um, but if we do anything extra, then we'll get paid for that. And um, so, yeah, what I've been doing is, like, earning my own money and, like, um, selling things or helping my mom on, like, videos and um, that sort of thing so I can get money that way. Oh, so um, what are some of the things you do to earn money? I'm probably in the brief bio I gave, but why don't you say what it is again? Well, I sell things on, like, eBay and Craigslist, like things that I no longer want. Or if I go to, like, a thrift store or something, I find something I know I can sell for more, then I'll do that. And also, I um, I help edit people's videos, and I can make money that way or, like, help them with photo things like editing photos and stuff like that. Wow, an entrepreneur at such an early age. Caleb, what about you? Do you get allowance? Do you earn your own money, some combination? No, we actually don't get allowances. Pretty much just for, like, basic chores around the house, I feel like kids should already just do that anyway, not for any, like, extra pay. It's just for like, extra things where, like, then you know you did a good job. Um, but, yeah, I earn my money by acting and modeling and stuff like that, so that's usually where I get my pay. 
when you play the young Donald Trump, that definitely I find amazingly interesting. Uh, did you ever get to meet Donald? No, sadly I didn't. There was actually um, a guy who looked exactly like him there, and it was really funny seeing him. But sadly I didn't get to meet him. Did that come to video yet? Because I would love to see you in that. I'd love to see that movie. Is there a way I can access that? Um, I think we might have the only copy sitting here. It's on an old VHS tape. Maybe we could do something with that and send you a copy. Oh, I would love, love, love to see that. I still have VHS machines. I would love to see that. Never gave up my VHS machines. Terrific. Okay, so... Did I cover all three of you on the allowance working part? No. Oh, who's that? Uh, you, you, missed, you missed Kennedy. Oh, Kennedy, sorry about that. So uh, go ahead, why don't you address the allowance working issue as well? Uh, well, like they said, none of us get allowance. Um, well, what, what um, I do is to get money. Like, um, I was into babysitting for a while, and that's pretty good pay because you just have to um, work with the kid and kind of um, read or do crafts or something like that. And um, so that was pretty good. And um, also a few times, like, I've helped out my mom with some of her clients and uh, updating her um, databases for stuff, and she's paid me for that. And um, also what we do, another thing that we do for money is um, we take um, our water bottles, because we go through water bottles by, like, the pound. So we take them down to the recycling depot, and the other day I made $29 off of them. So that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know what? You made me reflect back on the days that I was babysitting. Um, I, I must ask you, what do babysitters get these days? With us at that time, it was a few dollars. What are you guys getting? Um, we we get eight dollars an hour, but uh, I've seen some jobs where it's ten to fifteen. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Ten to fifteen. I got a couple of dollars an hour, but the treat for me was. Uh, to be in that person's home and play the piano. I didn't have a piano. So that's where I learned uh, the basics like heart and soul and chopsticks. That's where I learned it. I couldn't wait to get to a piano. So that was my benefit and bonus. Uh, so thank you all, guys, first of all, for your openness, your honesty, and um, looking forward to hearing a lot more. Uh, which brings us over to colleges, universities. This I'm going to ask all of you. Celeste, are you going to be going to college or not going? No, I actually don't plan on going to college because the route I would take um, would be either becoming an entrepreneur, definitely, or an actress. And both of those you don't really need college for. Like I could, if I wanted to, go to some acting school or take acting classes and then like entrepreneurship you mostly just learn on your own or get like a mentor or something and that would not involve going to college but it would definitely help you out like a lot so I think that's the route that I'll take. How do your parents feel? Uh, is not going an option? Are they okay with this? Are there parents that save up their whole lives to put their kids through school? How do they feel about this decision? I know it's true that some parents, like, would probably be completely shocked if their child said, I don't want to go to college, because they do save up, like, their entire life. But our parents are actually, since they're both, like, entrepreneurs and have worked for themselves for probably most of their lives, um, they're definitely pro, like, um, not going to college or just, like, pro have whatever choice that you would want, Um instead of forcing a decision on, like, one of us kids. God, I think of all the billionaires out there today. Uh, so many of them, uh, they started college, they dropped out of college, they didn't go to college, uh, and these are world leaders. I mean, people in every field that dropped out and are so successful beyond belief. So I certainly have respect for that decision. Caleb, what about you, college or no college? Um, no, I don't think I'm going to go to college because 
I think that you go to college probably to get a job and major in something. But seeing as though I already have a job before college, I might as well just stick with that and, in my opinion, not really, like, waste too much of my money. And Celeste already answered the question addressing your parents' take on all this and that they're okay with it. So there's no arm twisting in your family. Is that correct? Yeah, that's really correct. They don't like to force any of their opinions on us. Well, that's a good thing. That's why they're the remarkable rip checks. It's probably one of the only families I know that's not dysfunctional. <laughs> that's why we had to do a <laughs> we had to do a whole show with this family because it, it, it is really true. I, I don't take it lightly, folks. These folks are role models as parents, as teenagers. Um, it's just an amazing, amazing family. You really have to hear that show in our archives, Joyce Barry and Friends.com, B-A-R-R-I-E. Click on March 8th, 2013. Kennedy, what about you? What's your take on college? Um, well, I'm not going to college either. Um, my take on it is kind of, honestly, it's, it's something that you do when you don't know what to do. Like, most people go because half of my friends are... Oh, dear. They just dropped off. Technical issue here, folks. We'll wait for them to come back on. And while we're waiting for them with this technical issue... Uh, I want you to know that every day we bring you an extraordinary show. So listen to Beverly Nadler as to why. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day. A way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy. Make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. We have our terrific teens back, so who was speaking last? Uh, Kennedy was, yeah. Okay, so please continue. Uh, we had a technical issue. Apologize for that, folks, so <laughs> thank you for just hanging in there with us. Go ahead, Kennedy. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying, um, that people go because um, they really aren't sure what uh, direction they want to take with their life, what line of work. So they just kind of go because everyone else is going, and it's kind of another just thing of school you can do, and you don't have to make a decision on what exact job you want to apply for. Um, so since I'm already into modeling, um, I don't need to go. The only reason I would say if you want to go is um, if you had some way of um, becoming, doing like an apprenticeship at a job and you noticed that it was something you wanted to do, like a doctor or a lawyer, and you saw how hard you have to work for that, and so you realize what it is, and then you would go to college to try to get a degree so you can do that. But you have to be sure it's something that you want or else you're just wasting hundreds of thousands of dollars um, 
for a piece of paper that you'll never use. So it's definitely something you want to be certain on, and you don't even have to go to college right when you graduate. You can go to college, a community college, at any age. So, like, you have time to figure out what you want to do. And Very good answer. Again, I uh, really appreciate that your family makes such wise choices. Uh, you really build a strong case about not going uh, and that you all have your own minds and your your own person. Uh, back to you, Kennedy. Uh, is there anything in what you've chosen to do that maybe your parents, they're okay with you not going to college? Are they okay with your choice of career? Um, yeah, in fact, they're the ones who got me into it in the first place. So they're definitely approving, and I'm sure they're relieved we don't have to go to college because instead of wasting money, we can make it. And, Caleb, what about you? Are they okay with your career choices? Yeah, I definitely think so. They also got me into it just like Kennedy, so they're they're all on board to driving me to auditions all the time and staying with me on set, so it's really great. Where do you get parents like this, folks? Celeste, what about you? Are they okay with your choice? Oh, yeah, they're definitely okay with my choice. They've always been supportive of any of my decisions, like, uh, I went to um, one of the internet marketing shows with my mom, and there was a mentor there, and I was like, whoa, that looks so cool. And I was like 12, and they're like, okay, we'll get this mentor for you. So they've always been supportive in helping me get, like, the job I want or the thing that I want in order to further my, like, self-betterment. I think that's all so cool. This is such a cool, folks. It's teens talking to teens but I tell you, folks, if you're around teens, if you know teens, and even if you're an adult who thinks of yourself as a teenager, you should be listening to this show. Uh, this question, I, only one of you need to answer. So this is all about curfews. Should you have a curfew? Do you have a curfew? And if you do, what happens if you get home after curfew? One of you can talk on behalf of all three because I'm sure the same rules would apply. Um, hey, Joyce, it's Celeste. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, so we we actually don't have a curfew, but the thing is that they give us the choice to, like, come home at a reasonable hour. Like, if we came home at, like, 3 a.m. or something like that, then I think that would be considered unreasonable. And um, as far as punishment for that goes, they might, um, like, not uh, let us, stay out or they would set a curfew for a certain amount of time but they usually just let us make our own decisions on like staying out and knowing that we're not doing anything bad and we're just like um hanging out with our friends but we definitely um are required to uh, text them and like stay in communication so they know what we're doing so they won't be worried or anything like that and um there, the thing about reasonable, that's relative. What's reasonable in one family may not be reasonable in another. So how do you define reasonable? Well, yeah, it's definitely different for each family because a lot of our friends, like, they have to be home at, like, 11 or something like that. Um, I don't know. It just – in ours, it's pretty open. Um, but I think um, past one – like, or I think below 2 a.m., um, then that's, like, okay. But after that, it's not really that okay, unless you're doing something, like, really important. Like, sometimes we go to, like, midnight premieres of movies, and those do take longer. Um, but if they know what we're doing, then they're okay with it. And if we have, like, a ride home and everything, and they know that we'll be safe, then it's fine. I mean, I do find this family remarkable. I can't say it enough. These teens are terrific. Can't say it enough. But now I have a question uh, for all of you. Whoever wants to start, it's okay with me. What do you tell the teenagers when their parents are running their life? How would they handle that? You're not in that position, so the question might be tough for you to answer. But what advice would you give your teenage friends when they're complaining about how their parents are running their life? Uh, who would want to start that? Um, I will. It's Kennedy. Go ahead, Kennedy. Um, so 
I do have friends whose parents do run their lives. Um, I think I've mentioned them before on your show. Um, but, like, there's not really much they can do except go with it. And it's actually turned out pretty bad. Like, they'll lie to their parents about what they're doing because their parents won't let them do anything. And um, so, I mean, there's not really much I can tell them. It's not my place to kind of butt in with what their family has decided. Um, except, I mean, I can tell them to try to communicate more to their parents to get, like, logical, like, say, reasons about certain things. And, um, but I mean, some families you can reason with, but, uh, some other families, there's not really much you can do. It's just kind of all on the parents' end about how much trust they want to put in their kids about what they're doing and how they can make their own decisions. So, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a difficult thing to work with on that. And you raised a very important point that would open the door for lying and dishonesty. So uh, what advice, Caleb, would you give when you have a friend that their parents are running their life, they're really unhappy, what advice would you tell them? I really feel like they should just know how to really communicate with their parents better. And definitely when they are out with friends, just always check up on their parents to make their parents know that they're okay. And then that will in turn give them more trust with, like I know my kids out doing all right. They always phone me and they will in turn gain more trust and probably they will be more lenient in the future when they do need to stay out probably later. Would there be a case where you would share it with your parents if your parents know their parents and and perhaps they might get involved? Um, I feel I think the problem should be like figured out between the kids if it's like the type of those problems because I think involving parents was just a little serious for those type of things. Like they should really just know that their friends are not doing bad things, and then if they're hanging out with them, they should just all get along and be able to do it. You guys handled that. Uh, Les Kennedy, was there something you wanted to add? Um, no, not really, but I do agree with the, um, I do agree with the communication thing that he brought up about, um, maybe the parents could trust more with more communication, so that's definitely a good point. Okay, I, this question uh, would be addressed uh, to anyone of you can answer this question. Your take on if girls should ask guys out, what, what do you feel about that? I mean, the generation today is very different with those kind of things versus years ago. Uh, if anyone has an opinion on that, what would it be? Um, it's Celeste. Uh, my opinion on it? I think it would be perfectly reasonable for a girl to ask a guy out because it's like, it's not like in the olden days where maybe girls didn't have as much freedom as they do nowadays, but now they have a lot of freedom and definitely their own choices. And I don't, I definitely don't think anyone should be told not to ask a guy out just because it's like not normal or something. But I think girls would want to be asked out by a guy because I think it would be more romantic or something. And then there would be uh, their choice to, like, accept or reject that. But um, definitely girls should go for it if they really think they have, like, a possible relationship with someone. Caleb, I know you're only 15 years old, but would you be open if a gal asked you out or would you not appreciate it? Yeah, usually that's actually the case because I'm not usually the one to kind of talk to people, and I have been asked out by girls before, and I said, yeah, so I feel like it's perfectly acceptable for a girl to do that. Yeah, and I would say in today's world, I would say it's perfectly acceptable. Uh, This is for all of you. Do you confide everything with your parents, almost everything or not very much? You want to start with you, uh, Celeste? Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I tell my parents um, most things, and um, if 
if I'm having like a problem of something or I feel it should be shared, then I'll go ahead and just share it with them because I know they'll like help me out with it or and not like be super judgy or anything. Um, but it's not like you tell them every single detail of every single thing you do. But definitely anything important or something you think they would care about, then I always uh, tell them so they know like what what's like going on or something like that. And Caleb, what about you? Everything, almost everything, or not very much, in discussing things with your folks. Yeah, it's it's pretty much everything. I can't really think of anything they don't know, and that's also just one of the things about letting them trust you. And if they trust you and you trust them, then they're just going to be just a better relationship. And what about you, Kennedy? Um, I would say almost everything because um, there's things that I do that obviously, you know, they're not interested, so I don't need to bother telling them because um, they have better things to do with their time. But uh, the important things and the main things that I feel they would need to know, I definitely tell them. I think you guys are amazing. I really do. I have the utmost respect for all of you. Uh, folks, get out a pen and a pad so you can take down these websites. I find every, every single one of the websites was really terrific. Let me start with TracyRipchuck.com, The Remarkable Mom, T-R-A-C-Y-R-E-P-C-H-U-K. Okay, Kennedy, why don't uh, com? Go ahead, Kennedy, give yours, then Caleb, then Celeste. I want people to be able to find out more about you guys. Um, so my site is, is, I mean, all of our sites fall a certain pattern. It's just our name. So my site is KennedyRepchuck.com, and that's K-E-N-N-E-D-Y-R-E-P-C-H-U-K.com. And then Caleb. Okay, next, Caleb. Yeah, mine is just my name, too, CalebRepchuck.com, and that's C-A-L-E-B-R-E-P. CHUK.com. And over to you, Celeste. Yeah, mine's the same way, just have the name. So, CelesteRepchuk.com, which would be C E L E S T E Repchuk.com. And the only one here today that's not a Repchuk, JoyceBarry.com. B A R R I E, my official website, JoyceBarry.com. And, folks, uh, you'll see in their websites their careers, what they're doing. Uh, it's, they all lead such an interesting life, such a productive life. My website will share hundreds of testimonials about my coaching and my trainings. I just want to share a few of them with you right here, right now. Joyce Barry is an outstanding success coach. She is a master coach, the best of the best. Here are just a few of her clients who want to endorse her. Marlon Brando. Hiring Joyce as a coach is an awful you can't refuse. President Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with Joyce. She is my coach. Sylvester Stallone. Yo, Adrian, Joyce is the best coach, you know. She helped me train for Rocky. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I hired the Joyce-inator because no matter how much I may drive her crazy, I know she'll be back. President Ronald Reagan. Well, Joyce, uh, Nancy, and I just love you. There you go again. Win one for the Barry. Elvis Presley. I'm all shook up about hiring Joyce as a coach. I'll get a little less conversation, a little more coaching. Jack Nicholson. If you can handle the truth, you want Joyce as your coach. Johnny Carson. I can hire Joyce as a coach? I did not know that. That is wild. Did you know that, Ed? <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Winning. That's because Joyce is my coach. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Woody Allen. Are you crazy? This whole time I haven't had Joyce Barry as a coach? You kidding me? Hi, Ted Siuba, and I think and grow rich. If you were thinking about hiring Joyce Barry as your coach, just do it, and we'll grow rich together. And even Joyce Barry herself. What do Olympic athletes have that you don't have? A coach. Hire me and have this be your best year ever. If not now, when? I want that gold medal. I want to hire me. 
Email CoachJoyce at AOL.com. That's CoachJoyce at AOL.com. Folks, I'm really enjoying this show, and um, I, I really know just from uh, the little while we've been on that I want to do more with teenagers. I, I just find it so interesting, and you guys are doing a fabulous, fabulous job. So uh, we're winding down here, and what I want to do for the next 10 minutes or so is we have some thought-provoking questions that came from the book, The Book of Lists for Teens by Sandra and Harry Sharon. Uh, book of Lists for Teens by Sandra and Harry Sharon. And what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to say the question, but all three of you can answer because it kind of calls for brief answers, so it's like the lightning round. But I found these questions to be terrific, and so we want to hear from all of you. So why don't we go in this order so, you, you know, you don't have to figure out who goes next. Kennedy will be first. That's the oldest at 17, Celeste at 16, and Caleb at 15. So after each question, Kennedy, you answer, then Celeste, and then Caleb, so I don't have to call out the names for each one. Okay, are you guys ready for anything? Yeah. Okay, here we go. If you could own any single object that you don't have now, what would it be? A horse. Um, a, a Volkswagen Beetle. A record player. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Um, to fly. Teleportation. Invisibility. If you could meet anyone in history, who would you choose and what would you ask them? Um, I'm not really into history. Um, <laughs> that's okay. You don't have to be into history. Is there anyone um, that you, you know, you have a curiosity about something, uh, like the father of our country, how he felt about being the first one? I mean, anything at all, anyone in history, who would you choose and what would you ask? And if you want me to come back to you, Kennedy, I will. So go over to you, Caleb. Um, I would choose Marilyn Monroe. Good choice. <laughs> what would you ask her? Um, I think I would ask her about how she deals with all the press and everything, because I know she was huge and how everyone was definitely trying to always get a peek of her. I can't resist sharing this information, but really one of my best, best friends, Marilyn Monroe was his babysitter. His dad was Milton Green, or one of Marilyn's earliest photographers. She moved into their home, and she babysat one of my best friends. Imagine that. And I've done wow. several shows with him as the guest, and we talked about Marilyn, and he's so humble. And um, I had to twist his arm to discuss it. I cannot tell you the amazing coffee table books I have with all her pictures out of their archives that my friend autographed those treasured books over to me. So, I mean, I'm fascinated by her as well, and um, he's such a cool guy. Uh, having Marilyn, you know, there, people like uh, Sinatra would show up at the house, Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, your generation may not be as familiar with these superstars as mine, but that is true that <laughs> my, one of my closest friends, Marilyn, was his babysitter. Okay, uh, Caleb, um, uh, what about you? Oh, that um, was Caleb said. just Celeste, went back. I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. I would definitely want to meet Lucille Ball. Um, I she's like my idol. She's just so awesome. Um, I would probably ask her how it feels to actually have a show where she actually has her like real son and husband work on it with her, and like if they contribute to the scripts or anything like that. You know what's interesting about that choice is I love her. I mean, she is my favorite, favorite comedian. I list, I get up every morning because she's on, uh, I think it's the Hallmark Channel. Every single morning I watch her shows until I've seen it so many times I go on to something else. But uh, she is someone I love, love, love. So, Kennedy, do you have uh, a thought now about who you would ask a question to? Um, 
country because I think that would be really interesting to um, hear about how it all works. It's funny, the choices you guys made. He is one of my two favorite presidents of all time, Clinton being the other. Oh, God, those are my two favorites. So Lucy, Kennedy, Marilyn, you all mentioned people that are very near and dear to my heart. Okay, next round of questions. Uh, Maybe we'll go in reverse order. Caleb, then Celeste, then Kennedy, youngest first. Uh, If you could ask, Add one person to your family, who would it be? Um, I think I would add, um, Tom Cruise, I think. I think that would be really awesome. (laughs) I do, too. (laughs) That doesn't even require a why answer. It's so obvious. Okay, next. It really is. Right. Um, Next. I think if I could add uh, one person to our family, um, I think either my best friend or on TV, Zoe Deschanel. Who would that be? Zoe Deschanel. She's, uh, she's oh, an actress. Oh, because I didn't know the name. That's why I should repeat it. Where, where is Zoe from? Um, recently, she's um, been doing a show called New Girl. Um, but she's also in movies like 500 Days of Summer and um, some other ones. Gotcha. And Kennedy, over to you. Um, I think I would um, probably add just, like, some of my friends. Like, um, yeah, I'd probably just take in one of my friends as my sibling so then we could hang out all the time and live together and have tons of fun. I mean it from my heart and my soul when I say you teenagers are terrific. You did an extraordinary job. I love, you know, your answers to the questions. They were all interesting answers. I'm going to ask you one last question to all three of you. I think this one requires we start with the oldest and go down by age. If you could change anything about your parents, what would it be? Um, I think I would change um, how much they have to work, because if they worked less, then um, they would just be able to relax more, and I think that they should just be able to um, have tons of money, and that'd be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Okay, next. Um, Yeah, I mean, if I think about what I would want to change... Nothing, like, um, personality-wise or anything, because they're, they're, like, perfect in their own way, and they complement each other, like, a lot um, in their own traits. But I think how much they would have to work, because um, though they're self-employed, they still, like, work a lot to um, make money and stuff. But that point, and then we could take more trips and hang out, like, a lot more and do like fun stuff more than we do now. Next. Yeah, I really couldn't think of anything else other than the fact that they're so busy with everything going on and they're always um, kind of rushing to finish everything on their schedules. So I think it'd be really great if they didn't always have to do that. Very, very good answer. I don't know if your mom is in the same room as she is. I only have one question for her. Tracy, are you in the room with them? I am now. (laughs) Okay, cool. Because, I mean, this interview with them, it was really such a joy, such a pleasure. What would you like to say to your kids? Um, I think my kids are amazing. Uh, They're incredibly contributive to not just our own family, but to society. Uh, they, they are great role models in what they do and the influence that they have on their friends, especially when it comes to peer pressure, you know, the drinking, the drugs, the, the bad choices. They're, they're there all the time telling how they would approach it so that perhaps they understand that it doesn't, they don't have to go down that path and that they do have, um, the way that they influence others to increase their responsibility within their own home and increase their communication with their parents because it is the successful tools 
that are getting lost right now, uh, like you said, especially with social media. And so I'm really glad that they are out there and they're making an impact in the world and they're beautiful and amazing. They are amazing. I honestly only had one problem uh, with one of the questions with all three answers. And when I asked who would you like to add to your family, not one of them chose me. <laughs> oh, oh, that's, oh, well, I'll have to adopt you then. I'll have to be the one that steps up. <laughs> okay. Other than that, I thought all the answers were great. So I'm going to go to each one of you. Uh, you know, what would you like to say? Kind of like to close out the show and then give your website. And Tracy, by the way, is Tracy, T R A C Y, Ripchucks, R E P C H U K dot com. Okay, go ahead, Kennedy. What would you like to say in closing? Um, thank you, Joyce, for this amazing opportunity. The show was really fun, and I would be definitely happy to do another one with you sometime because they're always so good, and it's always really nice to share my opinion on different things, and it's nice to have it heard. So thank you very much for this opportunity. And oh, my, and I really... My, I really appreciate your saying that because at first I wasn't so sure you were, you know, willing, you know, to share these things and personal things. It was such a super cool show. So I appreciate your saying you want to come back because now that I have worldwide witnesses to that, I will ask you all back. <laughs> all right, then. I'll be waiting. Celeste, over to you. What would you like to say in closing? Um, I'd like to thank you so much for actually holding these shows, and I'm sure it helps a lot of people, like, getting information that they want, and you're such a great host. It's always a pleasure to work with you and be on your show, so thank you so much. You're bringing tears to my eyes, truly. <laughs> thank you. Caleb, over to you. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure, to, uh, and thank you for having us on the show. And, yeah, I really love, like, all the questions you ask. I think they're really, they are informative, and I'm glad to tell my opinion. And uh, I can't wait to come back for another round. And it's, I think it's a great way to start off your morning. It is a great way. Every day we have terrific guests and all of that. So let me give you the websites one more time. These are such extraordinary people. Really, look at their websites and use them as your role models. They're certainly mine. Uh, that's Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y-R-E-P-C-H-U-K. Uh, find out about her extraordinary book, 31 Days to Millionaire Marketing Miracles. I'm waiting for Tracy's, Tracy's book on how to raise your children the right way. <laughs> so we definitely want to see you write that. You, you really know about that more than any other mother I know in all due respect. Celeste Ripchuk, her website, C-E-L-E-S-T-E, Ripchuk.com. Kennedy Ripchuk, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y, Ripchuk.com. Caleb Ripchuk, C-A-L-E-B-R-E-P-C-H-U-K. And for those of you who say, I want to know more about the father, Dave Ripchuk, I am pleased to announce right here, right now, that he is one of our terrific fathers for a celebration of Father's Day on the Friday before Father's Day weekend. We are having Dave Repchak, a terrific dad, a wonderful husband, so we will have him on that show. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we love you. We appreciate our, our loyal listeners Thank you in the chat room for writing what a great show it is and how much that you're all enjoying it. And we will close out with our celebration song for this weekend and for your life. And, folks, please drive carefully. Go out and celebrate. Have a great weekend. Have fun. Oh, I just wanted to give you one more piece of advice before we do that. And this is extremely important in terms of the weekend. I want to be sure to give you my personal advice. And that is to all you teens out there, I am suggesting you drink, lie, steal, and swear. Yes, you heard me right. Drink, lie, steal, and swear. Drink from the cup of prosperity, but always remember those less fortunate than you and act to help 
them. Lie down tonight and give thanks for all the blessings you have, all the opportunities you have, and all the wonderful people you have in your life. Steal time away from your busy schedule to spend quality time with those people in your life who are special to you, who inspire you, who make you feel good, who are a role model for you, and swear that you will say something especially nice to someone today, express gratitude to someone today, and pay it forward to someone today. Smile a lot, laugh a lot. Joy and happiness are contagious, and enjoy this weekend. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show. And her poetry was just so good, you know. I want to listen to Joyce again and again as Joyce would say if not now when he did the mash the Joyce Barry mash Joyce Barry mash she is a coaching smash he did the mash you'll catch on in a flash he did the mash the Joyce Barry mash Joyce knows all about having fun she's a home business wizard and she's just begun she's a coaching sensation for not just me or you or her, it's for everyone. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Wow. <laughs> Have a fantastic day wow. and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. Wow. <laughs>